tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. We got it rolling now. He got that thing um, squared away about four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So um ladies and gentlemen, my friends, family, family members, long lost relatives, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. Let me introduce the Godfather Conservative Radio, Miss Hutchfield Jr. Hello, everybody. Just glad to be here, fellas, and ladies and gentlemen of the audience. And also Mr. Jason Rabbit. Hey, 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 happy, uh, happy hump day. We're on hump day, right? That's right. July. up. And what a great day already. Hunter Biden yeah. plea deal was thrown out. It was? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that just broke. Um, so was Frank Underwoods. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, real life. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Frank Underwoods, man. Remember when he was in the hospital? 
That's Mitch. Yeah. Frank Underwood is one bad mother boy. I mean, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, for Coco Chow to come up and be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's coming. And then she's going to stab her chief of staff. Oh, right. my God. Yeah. As long as, um, long as they keep an eye on their chef. Coming coming, uh, coming out real soon uh, is Liz Harrington. Liz Harrington is a spokesperson for the Donald Trump uh, campaign. And uh, uh, I've, I've known her for a long time. And um, she's going to talk to us about the campaign. And she's going to answer some of our questions. And, you know, I got some... Uh, real pleasing news a little bit earlier today, so I'm just working on that to see when we can uh, have the interview of our interviews here on the uh, Wayne Dupree. But you know, I'm, I'm I learned a long time ago when you project or you tell somebody something and you and you're working on it, but you tell somebody something, sometimes the blessing seeps out. And it doesn't happen. I, I I don't know why that happens. Has that happened to y'all before? It's like you so happy you tell somebody something and all of a sudden, nope, it don't happen. Yeah, yeah, it's happened to me. I mean, and in the radio business, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's it's why I was gonna say. even if you got an interview lined up, like when mm-hmm. I have an interview lined up, and I'm sure Wayne's the same way. When you have one all lined up, you got to have another show sitting right next to it, ready to pull out of your That's pocket. Right, right. I swear I had, I had Bolton one time and I mean, I have, I don't even remember his first name. What's his first name? Freaking guy. John, John Bolton. I had his freaking office phone number and I couldn't get my recording equipment to work. <laughs> and I had to call him up and cancel the interview. Oh, it hurt. It was painful, but it never happened to me. Cause I had nothing to say after that. Right. There I was. It's like, well, I got these questions for Bolton and I ain't got nothing else. And I got 59 more minutes to go. <laughs> but some of y'all some of y'all might um wonder why we jump on Sebastian Gorka all the time, but he's canceled on us like two or three times. <laughs> After saying that you I, I will show up on your show. Nope. Cancel. Um that's kind of a badge of honor. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I he walked right by us at CPAC. Walked right by. Yo, Seb, Seb. He should, hey, he all right, we'll, we'll wait for beer. He did. Uh, isn't that part of this game? Like, you'd, people just stand you up. That's kind of how it goes sometimes. Well, the thing about it was we got Nigel Farage and Katie Hopkins sat down. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And look, honestly, honestly, the Nigel Farage thing was crazy because – That was a good one. He, he – um, we – man, I miss those days because we were broadcasting the day – and then we would come back in the evening and, and and broadcast for our for our listeners at night. So if we caught anybody at night walking, you know, we would You're catch the them show. for the interview, and, right? And nine times out of ten, it was a oh my god, <laughs> Nigel, Nigel, who had been giving interviews all day long. We see we're just sitting down there just talking, just yakking. And Nigel Farage and Raheem, Raheem, Raheem Kassim, um, yeah. He was there. They, uh, they 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 walked right by and said, Nigel, Nigel, come on. He said, I'll, I'll be right back. And as he kept my wife, man, he ain't coming back. He, <laughs> he, got, he came back. Nice. He came back, sat down, crossed his legs like a proper British gentleman, smoked, 
just got finished smoking and just sat down and talked to us. I was like, wow. That was a good one. Katie that Hopkins was a too. real good one. We, you I, don't, know, I don't know what happened to her. She well, she got banned on uh on Twitter and banned on some other platforms. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. But I mean, seriously, we we have had some serious interviews here on this show over the past 12 years. I mean, we we aren't one, just one of those flyby, you know. We 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 uh you know, and it's fun hearing people say, you know what, I listen to y'all and um Y'all make a difference, you know. Just just keep on doing what you're doing. Don't don't run away from what you're doing. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I put out something about Megan Kelly, uh, and 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 I need I to address that real quick. I need to address that because, um, you know, some people some people might have taken it the wrong way, and but I I really want you to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, there's. Look, we're all supposed to be Christians and we're all supposed to forgive and all that. But some of us aren't to that point yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's if you do my family wrong, if you do Hutch, if you do Jason Robinson wrong, if you do me <clears throat> wrong, I'm going to take it personally. Okay? I'm going to take it personally. Uh, and I'm going to back off of you and I, you know, I'm, I really don't have anything to say. Uh, Donald Trump was who we voted for in 2016. He was the person who we were riding with. Uh, if you and and there were people that came out against him in in the primaries, namely uh, uh, Megan Kelly, and she got karma for basically what she did. She really thought she was standing up for whoever, and um, standing up for Rupert Murdoch is who she was standing yeah, up for. Basically, and she knew what she was doing. I mean, I saw the video. I mean, I saw the photos of her before. The the event. She thought she was a star. She, she was know, a she, star. Yeah. You, oh okay. yeah. She was a big deal. Yeah. So what she did to Donald Trump, I just can't get over it because it's almost like uh, um, it's almost like uh, what's his name in Congress. Um, <laughs> All right, that narrows it down. Yeah, I know. That, I know. That's, that's a list. Um, <laughs> Russia collusion guy. Schiff. Shift. It's it's almost like what he did. I mean, actually, I I probably never like him anyway. But he pushed a fake narrative against Donald Trump that changed the course of course this of country of the whole country. The, yeah, the whole country. He changed the course of it, and I can never, I'll never be able to sit down with Adam Schiff, even if I wanted to. I will never be able to sit down with him because of what he did to Donald Trump. Never, never, ever. And that's I would visit him in Gitmo when he's there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I might take him a mud pie, but that, but that's how I felt with the Megyn Kelly situation. What she did changed the course of how the media and everything treated Donald Trump in 2016. So I'm like, no, 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 no. All y'all coming up now trying to kiss his feet and stuff. Nope, nope. That's right. Man. You know, you know who gets me worse than Megyn Kelly, Wayne, is Megyn Kelly to me was kind of like a. I mean, she was okay, but she was like an afterthought to the real news. You know, if that makes any sense. She she was kind of yeah. like a second fiddle. Brett Bear, man. Wow, that's yeah. the one. That's the one that got me. Because he, don't forget, he was right next. He was right in between Chris Wallace and Megyn Kelly. He was part of it. And he right. remains part of it to this day. Right. I mean, well, I saw a thing be right there before to... the show. Right before the show, 
uh, there was about a two, three minute cry fest at Fox News between Brett Baer and the anchor about DeSantis losing a third of his staff. You'd have think they would have broke out the handkerchiefs. It was that bad. It was it was really it was sickening watching that. And there they said it right on there. Uh, well, the the person needs to appear that's going to be the one candidate that goes against Trump. All right, get any one of the Keebler elves you want. Bring them. Right. I think now they're starting to move towards uh, Tim Scott. I was seeing a few people online. Dangerous. All I can say to these people, all I can say is, don't wreck your career. Right. I mean, Tim Scott, you got a good thing going on. Don't blow it. You might as well, well yeah, Larry Rob- Elder. Uh, <laughs> Larry, percent Elder. Is he alive? Is he alive, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, he's out there. Um, I, I have a, I have a young lady again. I, I've, I've known her for a while. She's, uh, uh, she's no nonsense when she comes to loving this country, and I'm glad to have her on. I, uh, she's been very busy to tell you the truth. For, I mean, I think this is the first time in years that I've even had her on the show. I think I had it on the show, but um, it's been years. But I'm glad that I'm glad to um, um, bring her on. Let me make sure I got the right things going on here. I know I one for one. Want to get it? Yeah, I don't want to get it. Oh, <laughs> oh Wayne! I didn't do that. Okay, I, my hand ain't touching. I, I didn't touch anything. Okay, let me let me bring Liz on, ladies and gentlemen. Liz Harrington of the Donald Trump. Uh, on 2024 Donald Trump campaign. What's up, Liz? How you doing? Hey, Wayne. I'm good. How are you? How are you guys? I'm fine. Let me introduce Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, Liz. Thanks for coming on today. Hey. And also Mr. Jason Robinson. Liz, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for all you guys are doing. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Liz, uh, uh, 2024 is like right around the corner. Uh, Donald Trump is way ahead. Uh, you know, we talk about the Keebler Elves here on the show um, a whole lot. Um, Ron DeSantis, everybody knows uh, him failing and stuff like that. Uh, I guess one of the questions people are really looking at is, do, is Donald Trump going to participate in the debates next month, do you think? Uh, is it a smart idea for him to do that? Well, he's been pretty clear that he doesn't think it makes a ton of sense. I mean, the latest polls, he's at 50, he's at 59, you know, over 60. Um, It's, it's kind of ridiculous that they're pretending that there's this active, you know, competitive primary when in reality, the voters know who they want. They want their best fighter. They want the best leader uh, that we've seen in modern American history. They want President Trump back in the White House. They want to focus on the general. They want to focus on uh, making sure we have a free and fair election and taking it to this corrupt regime, which is what it is. So there's such a disconnect with the corporate media that's been trying to elevate these, as you as you said, the Keebler elves. And it (laughs) sounds like they're trying to, you know, maybe they're drifting away from their favorite for the past, you know, six months now. Um, DeSantis and maybe shifting to see who else can we get you know it's so he, President Trump just said in a statement or in the truth the other day it's just it doesn't it sound a lot like 2016 Indeed. and it yeah. certainly yeah, does yeah. But, yeah. but we know so much more now and we are just so uh, 
we know who we're getting with President Trump. So much has mm-hmm. changed, but so much is the same. They'll never learn. Like I heard you guys talking about, you know, what they're doing over at Fox. They'll never get it. Mm-mm. But the people mm-hmm. get it. And that's why he's doing so well. So will he show up? It's going to be his call to make. Um, but he's been pretty clear that it doesn't really make a lot of sense right now at this point, especially over at Fox, who's been trying to undermine uh, his candidacy again uh, from day one. Liz, um, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to, to dig here, but I, I know you have a lot of experience with the RNC. And I just wonder, it, because in my mind, when I say the corporate media, the RNC falls into that category too. And, and I'm not trying to get you to badmouth them, but I just would like to know, do you know, is there a lot of friction between the RNC and the Trump campaign and vis-a-vis MAGA right now going into this election? Because it looks like, uh, it looks like what, their, what their plan is, their strategy is to, at the end of the day, all Republicans are better than any Democrat. So they get them all together fighting each other and whoever wins, Uh, gets promoted. But is there any friction there? Well, I think President Trump has a pretty good relationship uh, with the chairwoman and, you know, with certain people. Uh, I won't go into, you know, too much detail, but I think where the real disconnect is, is the actual, you know, structure of the RNC and the voters. And it's very hard for them to kind of get on the same page with the voters, which is kind of unfortunate. And it's not to say that there aren't good people over there, but the system itself, and like you said, it's just uh, this nonsense with the RNC like pledges or the Republican Party pledges again. It's like, we're really going to do this again. This It's so much bigger than party. It's not about left or right anymore. I think the people get that. President Trump has exposed that. And but it's very difficult if you're inside that party apparatus and that's been your entire existence to separate from that. So I think that's where the disconnect is. But look, we're it it doesn't matter regardless of what the RNC does. I mean, the voters are going to have their way. They they will. And President Trump, they're not going to they're not going to be denied their choice again. They just won't. And so I think there's a real commitment. That's why you see President Trump doing so well um, mm-hmm. in all the polls and, and, and what we call this. It's not even really a real primary. There's actually a primary going on in the Democrat side. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, which yeah. The media pretends doesn't exist, but that's actually a lot more competitive. Um, and it's just incredible. But you, look, the people get it. Uh, I think they're smart. Um, you know, we're ready for anything if they try to if anybody tries to play games and, and try to deny the American people their choice. Uh, we're ready for everything. You know, Liz, I just got to say you guys are running a great campaign so far. I really love the policy prescription videos President Trump's making. That's probably my favorite thing because it's just him talking directly to the American people. And here's what I'm going to do about fentanyl or the border, that sort of thing. I think one thing I've heard the the campaign of President Trump talk about is some of his hires. And I think that's probably where he's the most exposed. If I had to give him feedback, like he hired a lot of people that didn't work out, he hired a lot of people that did. Um, are we going to see anything in the primary season about like, here's what my cabinet will look like. Here's, here's who I'm going to bring on my team. 
Because like I say, I think that's probably the the one criticism that I think they could say is how do we avoid getting John Bolton again or bringing on Mike Pence or some of these clowns? No, it's a great question. And I think President Trump has, you know, been very open about, you know, some of these people clearly did not work out. And right. I think, honestly, that's uh, some of these people fooled a lot of people. I mean, yep. we, yeah, we got to remember that. Yeah. I mean, everyone was everyone thought Pence was like a great pick for quite a long time. Uh, January 6th changed a, a lot. I mean, the the rigged and stolen election changed a lot and exposed uh really a lot of these people for their true colors, unfortunately, or fortunately, actually, because that's a silver lining we, we now know. And he now knows kind of everybody. Uh, and he didn't have that benefit going into the first term. I and mean, he likes to say it's just, he only spent 17 days in Washington, never stayed overnight. Right. He didn't know the political people, the world, like he does the business world and, you know, the television world and everything that he's been so successful in. And so he did unfortunately have to rely on some people who gave some bad recommendations, but I think that's a very good question. He has been um, signaling that he wants to do another Supreme court list. So maybe there would be something similar. I'm not sure if that's going to be discussed or if put out, but I know that personnel is a big priority. We, We have to get the best fighters in there people that will not be slow walking the agenda. And you mentioned these videos, the agenda 47, these are such solid policy proposals that build Mm -hmm. off, not just what he was able to do in the first term, which was historic, even with all of these maneuverings behind the scene, trying to stonewall this agenda, but he's got way more ideas that can really, uh, have a lasting impact. So we have to get the people in there that will implement them. And yep. so I know it's a top priority and, and we'll have to see if he's going to put some names, but I, I know there's already some great names on the list and uh, he's going to do a really great job in getting the right people in there. Great. Liz, they keep, um, they keep trying to push up Ron, Ron DeSantis as uh, the, the uh, <clears throat> I don't know, the person that's going to take down um, Donald Trump, as you can see, looks like his can but he laid off a third of his campaign staff or or something like that. Does um this might be a crazy question. This might even be a softball question, but I I mean this is just something I need. Does is DeSantis the, the most serious person that Donald Trump uh uh sees right now? Or <laughs> I, because I mean the the dude just mimics Donald Trump almost at every turn. I mean, now he's even saying that DeSantis now saying, you know, the media is attacking me more than any other person it's in crazy. history. Isn't that crazy? It's it's crazy. And I think it's it's amazing. So to answer your question, no. I mean, this is he's not even in the same like category as some of the other people that President Trump has had to, you know, smash. Smacked down like in 2016. There <laughs> right. were 17 of them. I mean, you went against the Bush dynasty. Yeah, Jeb yeah. was clearly not, you know, the darling of the Bushes, but that is a powerful family uh, yeah. with powerful forces. I mean, and he just dismantled it. So this narrative, though, it's all media manufactured. It's been from the beginning. DeSantis, 
like the idea that they were ever in the same league is a total propaganda media uh, manufactured narrative. It, it's not true. It's never been true. Mm-hmm. Look, like he had a lot of uh, publicity uh, trying to make his record seem a lot better than it know, frankly is. In Florida, right, right, it's, right. But it's all on Twitter. And that's why it was so perfect. <laughs> that was why it was so perfect that he launched on Twitter because Twitter is not real life. <laughs> it's not. Right, right, and right, right. his, that they, they like believe their own tweets. They believe their own hype. That this was some you know massive thing, and it's like the the real world is not on Twitter, guys. Like they're not. They couldn't care yeah. less. The only person who politician, he's not even really a politician, but I guess he is now, right, President Trump. But the only one who's ever effectively used something like Twitter is President Trump, because yeah, you right. know how he used it. He used it as a one way street. He put out his his message, and then went about his day. He, yeah, he wasn't yeah. looking at the comments. He wasn't feeding off like the the journalist class, uh, the, the fake news, the people, the fake news and in, in the political world and then inside the Beltway. They live on Twitter and they think yeah, it's they real and it's not. Yep. And I think that's that's kind of a, the biggest problem with with him. It's like they bought into this own their own hype yep. and there never was anything really holding it up. And look at look at the numbers now. And he's claiming, oh, the media, they're, they're out to stop him because they fear him the most. The guy's got 17% of his donations are small-dollar donations. That's no, voters. No. There's no grassroots support. It's no. all fake. And yeah. our, our small-dollar donation, average donation, $34, it's 81% of our donations. I mean, wow. that is a candidacy wow. that's fueled wow. by the people. And it always has been. And President Trump never needed the donors, never needed the media, never needed mm-hmm. anything else. He had the people. And that's why they're they're still attacking so much to this day, because that's what they fear. They fear the people. They fear that um, he's a vessel for, you know, really cleaning up this country and getting us back uh, mm-hmm. to what, uh, what America is supposed to be. You know, you're right. And I want to go back a little bit to the personnel um, issues. Uh, But Donald Trump is, I mean, right after uh, 2016, it became bigger than Donald Trump. When we all started realizing that this guy is just in the way, they're going to come after us when he's gone. And that's true. And it's proven to be true for thousands of people in this country. Uh, But I wanted to get your take on something. I saw something at Turning Point USA, no, no, correction, at the Bedminster screening of Sounds of Freedom, um, President Trump, in an introduction, man, this made me feel good too, had some really warm words for Steve Bannon. And Steve Bannon came on the stage and said, this movie will bring Americans together. It just brought Ivanka, Jared, and me and Kellyanne Conway together. (laughs) And I'm thinking, is there a hope to get this warrior back on the team. And if you can't answer, I understand. No, I think, again, the silver lining from everything that's happened and it's been horrible and our country is in a really bad place right now, but it's kind of shown who people truly are. And Steve Bannon loves this country. I mean, thank God for his show. I mean, at the Mm -hmm. height of after the election, when all the censorship was going on, and that was 
almost the only show you could really go to to get the truth. And so it's it's been so important. Uh, he's really a warrior. Like I don't know how involved he he might be or might not be, but I know he's such a patriot, and President Trump appreciates what he's been doing so much. And that's what's great about President Trump. I mean, you you can remember, you can go back and look up the statement when he got rid of Bannon um, from the White yeah, House. Yeah, we talked about that all the time. <laughs> it's hands down. I'm like, savage. I love Steve. I worked for Steve, but it's hands down one of the best. One of the. I mean, he just destroyed him. But that's well, what's great about President Trump. Not only Trump. leave, you got to leave Breitbart too. Right. <laughs> that was brutal. And it was just, it was just, I mean, nobody could do that except President Trump, but also nobody can then, you know, let bygones be good bygones. It's like, what's right. more important? And so the, there's such this misconception that President Trump is like thin skinned or petty or something or holds a grudge. He does not. Um, I mean, if you start hitting him and you're, when you show your true colors, like what DeSantis is doing and everything else, then he will hit you back, like for sure. That's very but I mean, he's he's so generous. He really is. And it's all about really it's about the country. It's about right and wrong um, for President Trump. And that's always going to be what he's what's in his calculus. So, yeah, that I think that's great. What the by the way, the the screening of that movie at Bedminster was wow. phenomenal. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's just so amazing that he's willing to put on stuff like that and do that and elevate I mean, what a phenomenal movie, so powerful. And then he put out another great policy video addressing what stuff exactly, because yep. that stuff is happening. After 11. Uh, right. And it's happening on a scale worse than imaginable. I mean, right. because of what they've right. done to our border, it, it's it's so disgusting what they're doing. But um, it, it's just that's just another example of priorities and what President Trump is going to do and what he's going to do for this country it all kind of works together and people that are on board with that are going to be involved for sure you know it, it's funny you say that liz because if like if you would be in our group chats or work at a blue collar thing like people are savage to each other you know what i mean and like you just take it and move on like <laughs> i can't believe you screwed that up and that's why when i hear trump say that to somebody like bannon i'm like yeah whatever like bannon's heard worse you know uh, <laughs> he's a big boy yeah <laughs> yeah he's a big boy but speaking of the mood uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about how the team and everything's doing with all this DOJ stuff, because God bless President Trump and all the people on the campaign, because they're coming after him. And we know, all know it's crap. He's going to be up to 150 felonies in the next 30 days. And that bleeds down to people like you, too. Like you're a target as well. And everybody working in that orbit is. And so I look at all those folks doing it as like, these are the ultimate patriots. They're like, we know the full weight of the government is coming after us, especially President Trump. Dude could retire with his supermodel wife and his billions, but he's fighting for the country. So so what's the mood like in the campaign? How are they? How's everybody feeling? Is everybody ready for what's coming? You know, the mood is actually so good. <laughs> you you would think it, it you know wouldn't be. Um, honestly, the worst I felt over this, I mean, aside from when they like raided and, you know, cause it just makes it so real uh, that mm -hmm. man, America's a third world country now it's very depressing, right. mm -hmm. but aside from like those big moments, which obviously you feel terrible, it's just such an injustice. I mean, president Trump 
he's the most innocent man who's probably ever occupied the Oval Office. I mean, let's be real here. It's insane. And they try to make him out as this, you know, mass criminal. It's so disgusting. But the worst I felt was recently when Michigan indicted 16. The grandmas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of just everyday average people who were contesting the election, which has been done for decades, by the way. It's how Hawaii was flipped from Nixon to Kennedy in 1960. They were alternate electors. It's a very legal thing to do. Um, And it was all out in the open, too. And so for them to be going after just these regular, I mean, there's no one under 55 on that list, is really despicable. And it just made me sick. Um, But as far as the team is concerned, look, we've all been hauled in there. Uh, It's disgusting. Uh, Honestly, I think it's a spiritual battle more than anything else. I mean, when I was in there, I was just like, this is your, your enemy's not flesh and blood. Like I could just feel that. And look, you just, you, I don't know. I mean, the feeling is actually pretty good because we know we're doing the right thing. um, And we know it's so important and they're going to do what they're going to do, but we have to do what's right. We have to Mm -hmm. try to save our country because this is it. As president Trump always says, you know, this is the final battle. Like our country, right. uh, we will not be able to get it back. And we're, it's already slipping away so much. So I think it's just kind of everyone, they're, they're all happy warriors. We have a great kind of like a tight, small group of people who are just yeah. totally professional. I love yeah. the country and they know they're doing something important. So I think everybody's doing fine, honestly. Right. Um, and that comes from President Trump, too. I mean, right. he's amazing. Who can withstand this? I can't even imagine. And imagine over the last eight years what he's been falsely accused oh of. God. It's uh, unreal. And yeah. yet, and obviously that has to take a toll. But yet he yep. doesn't let it show. He is, you know, more determined than ever. He's in good spirits. He's such an incredible person. And he doesn't deserve any of this. But again, I think he knows it's just so it's not really about him. It's just so much more important than than him alone. Awesome. You know, Liz, um, I got to let you go because I know that you are a busy person. So I'm going to extend another invitation to join us. Um, Please. On, on, a regular, on a regular basis. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, I really I really enjoy uh, reading your um, your timeline and you keeping us up to date on certain things. If you have any last words for our audience, uh, uh, please, please take the mic. Just, you know, keep up the faith and the fight. Uh, don't fall for, you know, all the, the narratives and the, this and that, um, just, you know, be determined, get involved locally. I think it's super important. Um, it's, it's hard to do. I know, Personally, it's hard to get involved locally for myself, but it's just something that we really need to start doing this. We need to start taking our republic back and just mm-hmm. being involved. We've, we've ceded so much of our own freedoms that God gave us, and we just need to start chipping away back at that. We've been asleep at the wheel, but um, be encouraged. I think you know President Trump is stronger today than he's ever been. I think he's only going to get stronger the more they throw at him. Uh, and so I'm, I just feel really good about where we're at 
and where we're going. Um, they're going to try whatever they can, but we're going to be ready for it. So thanks so much, guys, for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Harrington of the Donald Trump 2024 campaign. Awesome. Awesome to have her um, back on the Wayne Dupree program. We're going to take a break here on Red Voice Media. We'll be right Attention back. Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks America! <laughs> what are you laughing at? Man, I was... <laughs> I'm waiting for my towels, man. I've been waiting for them for a week. I think they're walking Uh-oh. them up from Minnesota. No, I was looking at that commercial. <laughs> Look like a refugee camp. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I'm sorry, man. I just seen it. <laughs> crazy. Um, Actually, what's interesting know? where that warehouse is located has mm-hmm. the largest Hispanic population well, in there. It the is. There it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's down on the south side of the Twin Cities, and there was a lot of migrant farm workers that, and they actually just moved and became American citizens. So I was kind of trying to get that reaction. I figured you might know some. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's fascinating down there. It's literally, if you look at like the tri-state area, it's the heaviest concentration of Hispanics. That so. makes sense. What's also interesting, if you ever go to my pillow and Wayne can can uh, vouch for this, most of the people that work at the company were like people Mike went to school with, okay. people that he's known for wow. years that were with him through the addiction years. So yeah, it's really a. If you ever go to the factory, it's like a pretty powerful thing where you. Well, see just, just an update for the audience: uh, promo code Wayne still works. Oh yeah. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You are so right. And and you know I, I thought about that. And, 
Hey, Red Voice Media. You know, I you know I kind of thought about that when I was looking. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Now we we got a code too. But okay, all right. You know, but I will say okay. this about the products: anybody who gets them and is honest is going to get more. Right. That's true. The quality true. stuff, man. I'm almost due for another pair of slippers and those towels. Lifetime. I ain't yeah. never seen anything like these towels before. They they yeah. come up at the dinner table. Yeah, the yeah. the towels are like the greatest towels ever. I will they say, are. full disclosure, I was not a My Pillow 1.0 fan. It was okay. I got the My Pillow 2.0. They mm-hmm. fixed the things I didn't like about the 1.0, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Like, because if you ever noticed, I never talk much about the pillow. I'm like, oh, the towels are great or the things, but the pillow can yeah. verify My Pillow 2.0, pretty amazing. Those, uh, those towels are like sent from heaven. But then they again, it. Uh, you know, we talk about Mike Lundell, but if you've ever wondered what happened to you, if you ever happened to the, well, if you ever worry about what happened, if you ever <laughs> wondered what happened to Chuck Norris, I recently saw a video where, uh, where, as a matter of fact, I thought I had it up. What is wrong with this thing? Um, he's in his 80s right now, but um, we hear that he's still kicking butt. He's still working out. He's staying active. And what's shocking is um, he, he, you know, he claims to be a whole lot stronger, um, working out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. Uh, he did this by making a simple change. He says that he still feels like he's in his 50s. Even his wife started doing this one thing, too, and she said she's never felt better. Uh, he made a special video that explains everything. Uh, make sure you watch it by going to chuckdefense.com forward slash Wayne. Chuckdefense.com forward slash Wayne. It'll change the way that you think about your health. Once again, that's chuckdefense.com forward slash Wayne. You won't believe how simple it is. And um, uh, that that that's um, that's one of our um, sponsors here on Wayne Dupree. And I even have, this is called Morning Kick. Uh, and, um, I, I put about, it comes with a little scoop. I put it in water and, um, my son just accidentally, he, he thought it was his, his, uh, workout stuff. He put it in his, he was like, he knows a difference between his and the workout stuff. And he says, this doesn't cause any jitters or anything. So, uh, he said that he, he had more energy and I, Actually, I'm gonna try it again at night. I am. I'm gonna try to get it. I'm trying to see if that's what kept me up. (laughs) I'm just gonna try to see if if that's the one that kept me up. But um, we were talking earlier about Hunter Biden uh, uh, showing up in court, and I thought he was a regular citizen. Okay, (laughs) I thought I thought he was a regular citizen. I didn't know that he was going to get um this this uh this Washington DC dignitary Jesus type of deal. I mean, like they, Look, the dude, cops shut, got the road blocked off. They, yeah, they shut down the streets for Hunter Biden. Well, he's for, the first kid. You know? Immediate family. First kid. He's a grown ass adult. He knew no kid. That's true. You know? It was funny when I saw that video, I was like, do they do that with every kid of the president? Like, I don't know the answer to that. Like, Ron Jr., did he have 
back to Reagan? Like, did he have a motorcade? I don't remember seeing it. I don't remember seeing it. They got him walking up like, is like he is vice president. It's embarrassing. It is. Right. It really, that freaking white trash. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, and Hunter Biden's just not a very good person. Not, none of them are. Trash. Right. None of them are. And, and I mean, like, we all know people who've struggled with chemical dependency, but Jesus, look, look at what's on the laptop. Did like, they this do is anything good... legally? Have they done anything legally in their existence? No. I'll bet you could go back and you could get crimes from the 70s from those people. Mm. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think the last legit job Hunter Biden had was when he was in the Navy or whatnot and then got kicked out for, for using drugs. Weeks. Yeah, for a couple right. of weeks. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, Everybody knew him back in the early 80s. <clears throat> he couldn't write a paper that he crafted the stuff on. He had to he had to steal that. He had to right. steal that information. He got caught every time. Every time. Every time. He had a freaking um, record like Maxine Waters. They catch him every day and nothing ever happens. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. He um Jason, you said that um they turned down the deal. Yeah, it sounds like Delaware, I just caught it right before the show started. The judge starts going, well, what about this charge and that charge and the other charge? The biggest one they mentioned is registering as a foreign agent. So Hunter Biden, his business was to act with foreign governments to build connections in the United States. Like, that's what they say the legit is. We all know it was to make connections to Joe Biden. And... Mm -hmm. But in order to do that legally, even if it wasn't with Joe Biden, you have to register as a foreign agent and, and say, like, I'm working with foreign companies and governments do that. He never did that. And that's one of the most serious charges. And then the, the DOJ had to admit, like, well, well, and she's like, so he isn't even being charged with this. Like, this isn't even on there. Like, he was a foreign agent. And they're like, well, no. And if I, if we accept this plea deal, like you can't charge him with that because of double jeopardy. And they're like, well, yeah. And, and it was, uh, so the judge said, yeah, no, this isn't going to happen. So, um, and like I say, for the people that, you know, we got the trolls are heavy today. I love the trolls. Oh, they are. I was going to say something when Liz was on. You're right. I, it's like, we got more enemies watching the show. That That's good. I love that. Yeah, guys, it's It's awesome. Well, you know, and it's funny because I probably have consumed more of the actual like like testimonies and reading the actual documentation than any human should. And if you look at this stuff, like, I mean, it's it's clear as day what what they did. You know, mm -hmm. they funnel money into one shell company from communist China and Ukraine. They then route it to 17 other shell companies. Along the way, pieces are getting thrown. I mean, the grandkids are making money. Why would a grandkid make money from an LLC? You know, right. I mean, it's just it's just money laundering and and whatnot. Even if you don't believe that Joe Biden facilitated the deals, which you'd have to be kind of stupid not hey, to. You would but, be you'd be surprised how many people are that stupid. Oh, it's it's all remarkable. You gotta do, all you gotta do, there's a website out there, news aggregator out there that prides itself on being 50-50. It's called Real Clear, Real Clear Politics. All right. If you just read the headlines down the front page, clearly half of this country is delusional. Right. I mean, and I know they say that about us, too, but we're a little more rooted in facts. I mean, none of this is about Hunter Biden, says Newt Gingrich. Threats to impeach Biden reek of desperation. And then on the right, the scandals 
is Joe Biden's abuse of power. Uh, great job, Mr. <clears throat> President. Time to retire. New polls. I mean, it's just goes on and on. Right. You know, GOP's assault on democracy won't stop with Trump coming from a Democrat. Right. Who wants to stop freedom of speech? Yeah. We talked about that yesterday. They, I mean, the freedom, I, they want to be the, the, the aggregators of speech. Yeah. DC. They want to. And, and if you have any, if you have anything bad to say about it, <clears throat> they want to discipline you and cut you down. And then they want to go after and that's the straight from the Virgin Islands. Exactly, exactly. You know, um, <clears throat> earlier this morning, I happened to watch uh, Alexander who? Alexander DHS. Oh my God! Better than anybody. So <laughs> Alexander Majorcus from Maragua, Nicaragua. <laughs> oh man. I hope you've got the Gates clips because that's going to totally leave a mark. Well, 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 yeah, I I do have Gates, but if you didn't see Isa, Isa asked him a point, a point directed question about 140 ter- uh, terrorists, um, my, migrants. I hate using that word because I know, it's not accurate. Border crossers, it, um, illegal, illegal border crossers. Um, about 140 that were on the terrorist watch list. Let me let me see if I can uh, just a, just a brief introduction of Daryl Isa. He's the guy that solved Fast and Furious for us, yeah. right? And nobody went to jail. Well, right. there's a hundred terrorist watch list. You represent a. National security or public safety threat are detained and are by, te- by definition, Mr. Secretary, if you're on the terrorist watch list, you represent a threat. So 140 people on the terrorist watch list so far this year. For the record, would you please give us the status of each of those individuals so we know what you did with people who were on a terrorist watch list, who were apprehended, many got away, but were apprehended, where they are today so that Congress can know. Congressman, I would be pleased to provide you with that information with respect to the individuals encountered at the southwest border. Thank you. I yield back. What? Gentleman yields back, but could the secretary answer that question? What is the status of those 140? Uh, Mr. What, Chairman, I, I Mr. Chairman, what is the what, point of order? What authority or point of order? Don't state of point of order. Mr. Chairman, under what authority are you speaking right now? Whose time? Just, Whose time is it? Are you being recognized for five minutes? I was just asking what I thought would be a question Mr. every Chairman, single member not, of Congress it's, it's, would want to know. You know I, I'll do it on my time or someone other time. Thank you. If, if, I point, appreciate point that. Of, Thank point of, you. Mr. He had asked the question, and there wasn't an answer to the Children. status of the 140 Mr. Chairman, that he the did. the witness provided an answer, and if you want to use your five minutes, I don't think he did, but I'll do it on my time. That's fine. We recognize the gentleman from California. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. That's what happened this morning. Jay... Jay was talking about the the back and forth <clears throat> between Matt Gates and Mallorca's. Who commit those crimes? You get to stay forever. Is is that a fair characterization of your doctrine? No, that is. False. Then tell me how many you're sending home. No, that is false. Okay, well, they, but you don't know the number of how many you've sent home. Here's another number. 
two point, I'm sorry, 1.2 million people today have been through your entire process, right? They've been through what you call a removal proceeding is just an amnesty dance. Because after the 1.2 million people get an order from the judge saying that they don't have a basis to be here, you still don't remove them. Like, what's your plan to remove those people? Congressman, that is false. Okay, <laughs> how many of them then? Just Cong give me the number. Congressman, in this country, in this country, there are between 11 and 12 million. Right, but I'm asking. You know what, hold on. They've been saying that bullcrap lie for the last 30 to 40 years. That there's 11 to 13 million illegals in it. For the last 30 to 40 years, they've been saying that. I think that's and every year they let in. in. I think that's something uh, Reagan left in. Right. Don't well, they just keep letting in 2 million now? more a year, but the number never goes up. Exactly. It never goes up. Exactly. It never goes up. It's, it's that lie. Look at that witch behind Mayorkas, boy. <laughs> that Air Force well, witch, man. But, yeah, that, that, you know what? I was trying to figure out. I was like, is that that's a dude? A that's not a good look. That's a female. Is it really? You think so? Because yeah. I saw yeah, her hand. The hair's I saw long. her hands that's earlier, and they were large hands. They were very large. Yeah, maybe it's a transmissioner. Okay, well, there you go. Being about a subset words. that you won't send home. And the reason you're smirking about it, and the reason you won't answer my question, is because everybody gets the joke. And the sad thing is it's not just us here. It's the cartels who get the joke, too. And so now what you've done to execute this Mayorkas doctrine, where so long as you don't commit a crime, you get to stay here and burden our hospitals, burden our schools, burden our social services, burden our jails. You've sent the message to the cartels, and then you've taken this app, and you've digitized illegal immigration, and you've scaled it to the moon. Like, this app that you've got everybody downloading is like the Disney fast pass into the country, never to be subject <laughs> to actual removal, just removal <laughs> proceedings, as you call them. That app doesn't do any search of their criminal history in their home country, does it? Congressman, I, I disagree with everything you have said. Well, I'm sure, but just answer the question. Does the app that you are out there promoting do any search of people's criminal history in their home country? Congressman, Customs and Border Protection screens and vets individuals whom they encounter. Your early. app, it either has the functionality to test their criminal history in their home country or it doesn't. By the way, if it did, you'd have already told me. It doesn't. And then the other epic failure of this that's empowered the cartels is that in these processing centers you've set up in other countries to just wave them all in at a rapid pace, the, you've had to shut them down in Nuevo Laredo because the cartels were standing outside extorting people. Isn't that right? Congressman, that is false. <laughs> oh, really? So why did you shut down that facility in Nuevo Laredo? Congressman, the, the point of safe, orderly, and lawful pathways is to reduce the number of encounters at our southwest border. But, but wait a second, you've, you, you, what, you've just shifted those encounters. Because right now, for the first time in modern history, more people are showing up at the ports of entry than running through some... When he said that, I didn't know that. They are moving, they're telling them to come in through the ports of entry now. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay, well, yeah, there's, so, there's no downside yeah. to them to do that. Right. But they come well, out with fake well, news stories that immigration's down. Right. 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 There's no downside. There's an upside. Hey, guess what? The numbers are down. Yep. Well, that's only because they're coming in through the regular thing right. because they got the app, which which um, 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 which um, Gates, was, Gates was trying to explain, because they got the app 
basically that gives them a free pass into the United States of America. Yeah, don't go over here. Ben Burkwam's over here with his camera. Go over here. Right. Right. Well, right. Yeah, literally, right. Bush. if they if they come in the border and they, they download their app before they come in, they come to the border and say, I'm seeking asylum. They need no proof. They right. set a court date as far as 36 months out. And it sounds like most of the court dates are about 18 months out. They give them their care package with their cell phone so they can be contacted and, and whatever else. And they let them in the country. Sometimes they bust them other places. And then they mm. go to court in 18 months if they show up. And they don't but even, even the ones that. who maybe try to kind of do the right thing and show up, if they say, no, you're not supposed to be here, Mayorkas won't remove them. Like, that's why he won't answer the question. So He ought to be under arrest for lying to Congress. Right. Yeah. And 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 his answer basically this morning to um, the Republicans was that it, um, that's false or that's not true. Yeah, that and and he started showing that smirk on his face, uh, which looked like um, that Peter Strzok smirk when um, Peter Strzok was, uh, yeah, oh, really? Okay, all right, well in yuma arizona and the reason they're showing up the ports of entry is because you've got the turnstile open where so long as they've gone and downloaded this app you just let them in i got one final question for you and it's an important one is mexico an ally in this fight against illegal immigration uh yes it is so i mean it's hilarious and somewhat troubling that you say that because like i'm looking at the el chapo trial where president nieto took a hundred million dollar bribe from the sinaloa cartel do you think that <laughs> the subsequent presidents following Nieto weren't offered a bribe by the cartel or didn't take the bribe. Congressman, I, I disagree with everything you have said. Of course you uh, right, right but, but, but you can disagree all you want, but what you won't provide is any number. And when, when you sit there and just kind of ostensibly disagree without any facts, it shows people what the real gig is. The Mexican government is captive to the cartels. They are doing the bidding of the cartels. And based on your response today, so are you. <laughs> Woo! We need to get Matt Gates on. That was savage. Ah. <laughs> oh man! It, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, chuckdefense.com forward slash wing. Get your get your um, get your um, get your wellness get your wellness kit over there. Uh, make sure that you check out the video. That's uh, that's on there too, Roadhouse Provisions. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, I I mean, and there's more. There's more. Um, uh, you know, I just we just got to do the show. It, these people don't start these um, things until like ten o'clock in the morning. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you, you I was up? watching. I was getting ready for the show, and I got the chance to watch a clip uh, from Sean Hannity's town hall with RFK Jr. How was that? And I didn't get yeah. Sean Hannity's lost, man. He's a warmonger. He looks like he's 80 years old. His hair is jet white. He's just aged so terribly. And he's up there pumping the Republican Party's warmonger thing. And RFK made an idiot out of him. Did he really? And the, and the freaking audience agreed with RFK. Really? Yeah. You got you need to track that down and watch Fox, it. The, the Fox News audience. Yeah. Agree with RFK. Wow. Yeah. Because he was telling the it. truth. I mean, right. he had I names and receipts. 
he had names and receipts from 1991. And I yeah. mean, he came right down the line. The pre Russian president said this. They would have had peace twice if it wasn't for us. Right. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why, again, I'll go back to say, um, one of the reasons why I jumped on the Megyn Kelly thing last night on my timeline is because she put out a video. Fox News is down. They're losing it. They're gone. Their ratings. They got rid of Tucker. And I said on this show, all they need is to get their lineup straight and they'll be right back. They're, they don't care. They don't care who's in that seat. They just need to put somebody that they can afford to have in that seat, put them in that seat and build on that. And they'll be the ratings sucked when Bill O'Reilly left. The ratings sucked when Greta left. The great ratings sucked when um, um, uh, even Megan left, too. It, the ratings sucked. But, but I, I think there was, there was an added component to this one, though. This one was betrayal. Oh, this wasn't but, just getting rid of a star. This was, if you look at what Tucker Carlson's doing now, and, and you look at the overall ratings of prime time, Sean Hannity's getting beat by MSNBC. They right. just came back. The numbers just uh, came back. For an interview like that, yeah. No, 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 I mean, all, everybody's numbers is up based based on the report yesterday. And that's the only reason why I, I came out, because when I looked at the numbers and I looked at the watch guy, they beat C, um, they beat CNN and MSNBC and all if three. They did, if they did, it's the first time in months that they did. It, yeah, it is. Right. It is. It is. It's the first time in months. And hopefully, hopefully it's an outlier. Hopefully. Well, I was going to say, I, I think what we have to realize is, and, and that's for even the trolls in the chat, and everybody on, on there, there is. But but here's the thing: if you don't understand the enemy is the corrupt government, the enemy is not Democrats or Republicans. Critical. Like us on here, and and most of our audience, like we are not your enemy. We might have a different policy about tax policy. We're normal people that work jobs and raise our families. They get you to fight each other, and there's an audience for Fox News that that wants to go back and feel that comfort of the lies that the establishment tells you because, mm -hmm. and that's why it's funny seeing RFK doing what he's doing. Cause people on the left are like, why are they censoring this guy? Like he's bringing up some common sense points and Democrats who got so programmed that Trump was Satan are like, well, RFK, like he's a Kennedy and you know, whatever your opinion is and he has some goofy policies, but why are they trying to shut him down and call him all the same stuff they call Trump? And I think you're starting to see Democrats go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe our party's corrupt, too. It says here, um, the new prime time lineup at Fox News, which is basically all, all last week, I think, um, was off to a solid start. It won every time slot from 7 to 11 last week and gained on its own ratings from the week before. The new lineup, a reshuffling of the schedule in the wake of Tucker Carlson's firing in late April, bested the competition on, on MSNBC and CNN in total viewers and the key 25 to 54 age demographic. Even Jesse Waters drew in 2.3 million, which handily beat, beat out um, CNN and MSNBC. The thing is... The thing is, and um, before we go to break, until they get solid competition, they are going to be. I mean, people are going, and 
and also use us, Hutch, uh, us, Jason, as the uh, same thing. We told people we were leaving YouTube. People stayed on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, mouth, I ain't gonna watch. Mouth is one thing. In your own house with doors closed and nobody watching you, what you do is your own thing. And if you are keeping Fox News up there, maybe you are part of the problem. See, the thing about, about what Fox is doing that I don't think is going to, and I could be wrong, but what I don't think is going to last is they took a block of hours that American adults wanted to go to for serious information, serious dialogue, serious analysis, and serious news. And they turned it into a comedy show. Right. They brought yeah. Jesse Waters and they brought Greg Gutfeld and you got angry old Ingram, you know, that, that's just angry at everything. And you put that as your as your lineup. All right, you got a town hall with with RFK Jr. You got an interview with Donald Trump. Ratings are going to bump, but I don't think the serious viewer they used to have is into that. I certainly don't want to watch it, regardless of where it is. Uh, well, a whole lot of people on my timeline say, "Well, I ain't gonna watch it," but still, somebody's doing it. Somebody's yeah, doing. I agree it. with you. I can I can promise you, it's not me. Me, I I, I know I'm. I, I'm believe me. If I ain't in the uh, Twitter chat, uh, Twitter spaces at night, I'm watching Hulu or. Uh, I even oh, describe. I, I, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I was going to say I'm watching Narcos again, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. for real, Swamp people, baby. Yeah, well, I had to take. You're in your break now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You burned out. <laughs> I told you to take four or five weeks off. Yeah. And then yep. go back to it, and it'll be fresh again. You'll be like, God, I miss Mitchell. Yeah. Man, look, Darko's is, is bad it business, boy. I mean, you know what, too, Hutch? And uh, well, um, Jason, I don't know if you ever got to watch Narcos before. Mm. Oh. You should not feel something for these evil men. You should not feel uh, emotion. But you gotta watch. Like, you gotta watch before you watch Narcos. You gotta watch that El Chapo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like it's like a historical perspective, man. Yeah, yeah. And you can like yeah. Google it; it's like real. Yeah, yeah. And even and, some of the incidents and in the some of the scenes are real. Yeah, they even bring the real scenes into yeah. the thing. You real know, news really? class, yeah, yeah. But it's especially like, especially in El Chapo when he was blowing up Colombia. Yeah, oh. He went to war, baby. He went to war. Wait, wait, wait. Um, you're talking about um, Escobar. Not El, not El Chapo. Um, Escobar. Medellin. Yeah, Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Medellin Escobar. Cartel. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. They had all the evidence against in that room. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> in in that room. In the government. <laughs> he blew up the government. <laughs> That's gangster. He's the definition of gangster. Took a picture with his son right in front of the White House. Yes. Yes. He, I mean, he blew up. I mean, he blew up their entire case. He, I mean, he he killed a Supreme Court justices down there, man. <laughs> yeah, there was a dude in a plane. He, he sent this kid. He said yeah. the kid like won an award or something. Oh, here, good. Take this, take this laptop and go over to America. Yeah. Jumps up on the plane. That sucker hit about thirty thousand feet. That was the end of that. Boom! <laughs> 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 the plane. <laughs> And then and then and then turned around and said, 
I'm going to make an agreement with the, the government. Yeah. I'm going to go up on that mountain. I'm going to build a jail. And I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah, he built his own jail. Tell people, um, that's my jail. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> that's my jail. And they were playing soccer and all that stuff. They were having girls and prostitutes out there and everything. Jeez, Pablo, man. And and the way he died, I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, they attacked him, boy. Jeez. You don't embarrass Shot him in the head on his back. Yep. That was crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have more here on the Wayne Dupree Show. Hutch Baylor Jr., Jason Robinson, Wayne Dupree, here on Red Voice Media. Don't go nowhere. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. the show ladies and gentlemen wayne dupree hutch bailey jr jason robinson you know um um like kind of brought up softly yesterday but uh what's his name mccarthy is still talking about possibly (laughs) impeaching when joe biden He's thinking potentially he could possibly maybe look at someday. <laughs> and by the way, we'll, we'll see you guys in September. We're going to reset. Right sending now. it to a committee to review if we should impeach. If not, if not, Wayne, Hutch, are you ready for this? We are going to send the third strongly worded letter to somebody. Buckle up, boys oh and God. girls. 
Strong, oh my I God. said it. Third strongly worded letter. And you know what, too? There was a Democrat that came out yesterday and said that the Republicans just aren't serious about this. They're not. They're not. That's crazy that a Democrat would say it. But they ain't serious. That you know, they ain't serious like us. We went ahead and did it. They just talked about it. They, you know, and they're not gonna they do it. it. There you and go. really, and really, why why do it? Why, yeah. Why, why waste everybody's time? It's a distraction. See, There's I 51 members of the Senate that are definitely not gonna vote for it. Murkowski's not gonna vote for it, McConnell's not gonna vote for it, Thune, and, and none of them are gonna vote for it. Stop it. See, yeah. I I have conflicting emotions on this because I think at some point we got to wake people up on the left. The fact that nobody ever disagrees with the leadership on the left should tell them they're in a cult. Like every member of the House or Senate votes 100% for the Democrat thing. And, you know, and you a take third like of the Republicans too. Right. Yeah. Fitzpatrick, I mean, a Republican out of Pennsylvania, never voted for anything. But I'm just sure. saying, like the trolls in the chat who vote Democrat. They don't oppose a single thing the Democrat Party does no. other than maybe they need to give more money to people. You know what I mean? And, you know, like we just saw test congressional testimony where Mayorkas couldn't answer where 140,000 terrorists, people on the terror watch list, are in the country and he doesn't know where the hell they are. And if any and, of those people in the chat room, if they didn't watch the clip on this show, they never saw that. Right. And that's what I mean. That's my hope. Like the trolls watching that can go, okay, I think Wayne Hutch and Jason are stupid. They're crazy and, stupid. And they're yeah, just blah, blah, blah. Blah. <laughs> and then at some point they're sitting there at dinner and they're going, huh, the head of immigration right. just said 140,000 people that we had in custody that were on the terror freaking watch terror list, watch list. Right. are in the country and they so. have no idea where no. they are. And he tried to say that they're not a threat. Right. These people aren't a threat. And Gates came back and said, no, no, no. They're on the terror watch list. Right. Isn't that how you get on the terror watch list? You know what I mean? And all they do, all they do on the left, the trolls in the chat room included, they they go right along with what Mayorka said. Oh, I don't agree with you. Uh, Everything you just said is false. Yeah, Yeah, it's all just false. We're we're just making everything up. Look on your freaking corner and see who's standing there. The clip on CNN will be, Mayorka said it was no risk. Like, why are Republicans making such a big deal out of this? And and it's funny because, like, the three of us watch more congressional hearings, once again, than anybody probably should. And you see some of this stuff on there. And I've started sharing a bunch on social medias. And you're like, every American should see that and go, this is terrible. That's the right? problem right there. Right. Because we have yeah. no issues in this country that are universal for the two sides. Right. None. right. Not, not child trafficking, not rape. Not invasion of the country, not destruction of the economy, not destruction of our oil industry. You Democrats are all for all that and don't even know it. Yep. Well, yeah, Sound of Freedom comes out. And one of the most moving movies you'll ever see, it's about child trafficking. These are actual cases. They didn't they didn't embellish it, really. I mean, they changed some of the facts. But and you can verify all this, like these cases they're talking about, you know, Mm -hmm. in the movie, they. They released like 40 kids. It turned out it was closer to 60 in real life. And, and and like it gets spun in the left-wing media that it's some sort of QAnon conspiracy theory. Yeah. So half the country won't even go see it. And it's like, how can we not unite around stopping child trafficking? I like, mean, how can that the not last couple of years, the last couple of years have really highlighted that too. Right. I mean, that we've taken it up a few thousand degrees here. 
You guys are you guys are approving things that your grandfather would have never approved. Right. Well, I do I do have to give a shout out to they aren't friends, but uh, <clears throat> you know when certain movies come out, I I go out and watch the reaction of the movie trailer or um, people that have seen the movies. And I did not expect, <clears throat> seriously, I didn't. These, I mean, because these people do regular movie movies in Hollywood, regular movie movies. And when I went on to YouTube and I looked to see what movies that they were looking at, I'm seeing Sound of Freedom. I'm like, oh, they were, they were giving a reaction to this thing. Let me see. And, the, and these are not conservative people. These you shouldn't have to be. Right, 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 exactly. Man, they got on there and they were like, yeah, I've got to go and see this movie. I did not know that this stuff was going on. That was a consensus of what, right. I mean, if you looked at their faces, it was heavy. It, I mean, the, the thing was heavy. The subject was heavy. The topic was heavy. And <clears throat> honestly, I wish that, um, and I said before about, um, the Daily Wire and how they do their how they do their movies. Conservatives should learn if you want to bring the other people to your side, you have to do what the Sign of Freedom did by pick something that affects both sides. You right. can't just echo chamber one side exactly and say that it affects and because you're not showing the other side that it's affecting them. It's, and I'm don't get me wrong in saying this. You're showing your side being whiny about this, yep. but you're not showing the other side and how it's affecting them. Everything that y'all just said right now is what our movies, is what our memes, is what our um, our voices, oh, sure. is what our um, information should be targeting, saying it's affecting everybody. All right, your I, think, I think it is. I think we're starting to do that. And I'll give you another example. We see the rampant crime in these places where Democrats live, in cities where they're concentrated, they're the biggest victims of this crime situation, the people that live there. And right. you see a country music guy comes out and he writes a song, try that in a small town. And I saw reactions of several black men, and they're all for the song. Yep. They're all for it. And they tried to come out and make, because he was talking about crime, they tried to quickly throw the, the Trump card in there and call him racist. And the people, that's why I said about the black guy's reaction. Because they're like, there's nothing racist about that. You think we want to live in crime? Nobody wants to live in that. Well, and that song is a great example of what happens with the media machine. Because it's about, for anybody that grew up in a small town, you watch your neighbor's back. You know? Yeah. If you see somebody there over are no your police. neighbor. There are no police. There are no police, right. You see somebody right. across the street that you don't recognize at your neighbor's house, <clears throat> you're walking over there. Like, dude, right. who are you and what are you doing here? You know, that's Bob's house. Why, why I'll, give you, I'll give you an example of that, a real-life example. My camp, mm. where my cabin is, there's only two, there's about 40 camps on three three dirt roads, and there's only two people that live there full-time. I can leave my door open. I can yep. leave my garage unlocked. No problem, because they're watching. Yeah, and, real and it gets spun in the media as some sort of racist thing or some sort of whatever. Small towns, poor people, like, they're all colors. You know what I mean? Right. There's mm -hmm. And, frankly, in those small towns, too, they're all political ideologies. You know, you could sit down with people. Like, I grew up in a town that was heavy Democrat, and you could sit down and talk about things like, well, I think 
tax rate should be this or that. And, and you didn't get this vitriol of like people that won't even like won't ever question the Democrat narrative. And I think as more people wake up and go, you know what, everything the Democrats do isn't perfect. Maybe I should oppose some of this and challenge it. You know that I think you, I think somebody like RFK Jr. is going to wake people up to that. I think that's a, you want to help the, the cause. You want to help get the Democrats on board, support RFK Jr. Right. And then we'll but, beat him. Well, I mean, I'm, I still think that um, Fox News, Fox News think that they're doing RFK Jr. a solid. I, I don't know. I just keep seeing them pull the rug from out under him whenever they need to. I mean, right now they're playing. Hannity tried it, blew up in his face, buddy. It, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's going he to knew. blow up. He knew, they were, he knew they were going to do that. RFK is no fool. Right. RFK right. has a lot of characteristics of Trump when it comes to delivering his he message does. and right. cutting through the, the media. Like, I love when they call him a, a vax nut. And he's like, seriously, all I want to do is not give him immunity and make sure we study long term, long term ramifications. And like, like when, when they spin it and then you hear him say that and it's like, oh, yeah, those are those seem reasonable. Like, well, how's that unreasonable? And yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I couldn't believe that Hannity didn't get it. And this is how you can tell he lost half his audience. He sat up there and was like pushing the warmonger stuff. I believe in peace with strength. And why aren't we giving F-16s to Zelensky? And we need to fight this to win it. Not. To, I'm like, Jesus, Sean, Sean, stop. You've never been in a freaking military. Knock it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think most Americans just want people to stop dying. Just like President Trump says. I don't want yeah, my see, son going there and getting up our, dogs. Our kids, right. I don't even want Russians and Ukrainians dying. You know, it's a, not I our job to stop it. They can fight all day long. We just shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, love you. You Make know, movies it's and like, stuff, right. There was yeah, a yeah. huddle between the parties, and they are trying to forge some kind of deal that the judge will like. Uh, and that both parties can agree to. It may not be the same deal exactly that they came into court with, but they're trying to salvage uh, what the judge feels, uh, it, it seems, was a deal that was you know, just a little bit too subtle uh, for her and one that mixed apples and oranges in a way that she believes was not fair to Hunter Biden. Uh, because at one point the judge asked the prosecutors, is there still an ongoing investigation? They said yes. She said, well, how can he plead guilty to part of an investigation when it's still ongoing? All of that, as you can tell, uh, a lot of legal back and forth. It does look like things are back on track. But the bottom line, this Hunter Biden plea deal, which was expected to be a routine matter, wasn't and may still be in jeopardy. You know, the media is all, look, the media is all over this right now. It, Hey, Joe, you better start packing, homie, because they're throwing it for you. This is it. This is it. And you got ABC. I mean, look, in, in any other probably, in, let's say, let's go back 15, 20 years. The, 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 the liberal media probably wouldn't cover it, wouldn't cover this, wouldn't be out for this. But Joe is just such a bad uh, president. It's just a bad, bad leader that they've got to get him How off stage. How is that, it, as a prosecutor, that you are walking in for this type of hearing and you are walking out perhaps with the deal falling apart? 
it's very, very rare. Sometimes you do have a miscommunication about what the scope of, as we'll call it, the coverage is. How much is this person covered moving forwards? But that is, in some sense, the most important issue in a case. Look at this case. If Hunter Biden pleads to one or two or three tax misdemeanors, it's two in this case, that's fine. But the, the agreement here is no prison time. The bigger concern is, is he covered for anything else? Is he going to get a pass from DOJ for anything else? And you would absolutely have that hammered out from both sides. To have it fall apart in this fashion is, is really surprising uh, and doesn't reflect well in either of the two parties. What are you talking about? Seeing it? CNN is not even finished. So as we, as I went back into the courtroom, the hearing had just begun again. The judge was back on the bench, and she was pressing the prosecution on this investigation and the four corners of this plea agreement. One of the prosecutors said that the investigation was very much ongoing, and that she asked him, well, what is not covered in this plea agreement if you are leaving the possibility for there being other future charges? So then the judge said, would this include a possible FARA charge that's not registering as a foreign agent? The prosecutor said, no, the deal would not include that. It was at that point that she had said to the prosecution, um, you know, if you were not good, if you can charge that, then what does this mean? And the prosecutors, she asked Hunter Biden's attorneys about that, and he said, well, then there's no deal. And the prosecutor said, then there is no deal. So Biden's team said that the plea agreement, as far as they understood it, was now null and void. They were moving ahead to talk about what the next steps would be in this case. So as of right now, the deal appears to be dead and off the table. And it remains to be seen how they're going to move forward. But he has been charged with those two misdemeanor tax evasion charges. But one thing we learned is that this investigation is very much still ongoing. You know, the thing that makes me the maddest about that is that damn gun charge. Two misdemeanors, and he's a freaking crackhead and lied on an ATF form. Anybody else 10 years right now. Right. right. And we're taking all your guns, and you're never allowed to have one again. Is he going to jail? Of course not. I mean, please Jay? surprise me. I was yeah. going to say, every now and then we hit these points that might be kind of that turning point moment. And I'm the I'm optimistic that people will wake up. And like even the the people that are call you call you mega crazies, like any logical person can look at Hunter Biden's laptop and say, I bet if they have video of me having sex with an underage person on my laptop, I am going to jail. And that stands for every single person watching this show. I showed a picture of my gun sitting next to my scale with crack on it where you could see how much it weighed and a Chinese hooker sitting next to me and I'm good. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if, if I'm taking a million dollars from the Chinese government to, without doing the appropriate filing, the paperwork or paying taxes or registering as a foreign agent, I am going to jail. And so is everybody watching this show, even the people on the left. Yep, right. And I mean, you can go down the list of charges for Hunter. And even if you believe the Joe Biden stuff is is just circumstantial and there's nothing to it, like Hunter should be in jail for multiple crimes. These people should all be on capital trial. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is yep. treason against our nation. Yep. The well, stuff and I gotta, that they are doing right now would not you would not be allowed to buy a gun with the right. stuff they're doing right now. This is so far worse than anything we've ever seen before. And it makes the it makes the way the media is acting and the way the Democrat Party professionals are acting 
it, it's a low point for all of you. Well, and I'll say like me for Hunter, like I know Hutch gets fired up about the uh, the gun stuff, like the underage kid stuff. Like I think it should be the death penalty if you have me sex too. Me with too. Somebody underage, like that. I don't look how many thresholds the- we're passing, Jason. Right, we're passing like every single forbidden threshold as we were growing up is being right. broken by Democrats. Yeah. These yep. people are pedophiles, man. Look at the records. Right. And, and you know it starts down the slippery slope, and then it just then it just spins, you know. Yeah. And and it's funny, like I remember our growing culture up, culture loses every time. Our culture gets worse and worse and worse. Our kids mutilate themselves more and more because yep. we're putting up, up with all this stuff. I yep. remember as a kid, Tipper Gore was having her things, and I listened to heavy metal. Like I love heavy metal. Motley Crue oh, was yeah. my first concert, yeah. you know. And I and I remember them trying to put warning labels on that, and I'm like, why could they do that? Freedom of speech, shout at the devil, and uh, like, dude, I was front row. I had the hair, the leather jacket, like, and, and now I'm listening to the radio, and I hear wet ass blanky is like the number one song, and you read the lyrics, and I kind of gotta go. Okay, maybe Tipper Gore was right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there was. And for those who haven't ever heard the song, it's, it's a number one song. It's played on the radio. Just Google the lyrics for "Wet Ass." Starts with a P, and it describes a feline as well. Wap! It was the number one song in America, and I'm like, okay, maybe we set ourselves down this slippery slope. Maybe this was a bad idea. Next year, California yeah. is coming out with a proposition that you can marry your dog. Right. Oh. All right. Lord, oh, ladies, Jimmy, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. Hopefully, you won't see us marrying any dogs or cats anytime soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> we broadcast 12, 12, uh, 12 to 1 30 here on Red Voice Media every day. Well, not every day, Monday through um, Thursday. We give you your Fridays off so that you can recuperate. Um, but we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We're, um, we're, go- we're going to our um, <laughs> the Rose. Is she or, talking about the- Epstein Island? I don't think she's talking about all the stuff we talk about. These people. Oh. I, I, the only thing I'm so happy is <laughs> if you're on here, then you're not on there. You're right. not watching left wing stuff if you're on here. That is true. That is true. Jason, give me some last thoughts. Uh, well, hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. And, and for the trolls, tune in. We'll be back tomorrow. And for the, the loyal <laughs> listeners, uh, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, your viewership and support means a lot to us. You and, didn't scare uh, us. Right. No, well, and, 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 and like, we love the trolls because we like the back and forth. But for the loyal listeners, like, that's what makes us get up and do the show is that we help spread the word. You don't agree with everything we say, but we appreciate you listening to it. And I love the way our side fights back, too. That, that's pretty awesome. Right? Oh, in the chat, man. They're yeah, like, yeah, but it, it is, it, it may, you know, I know you guys are trying to, you know, discourage us and stuff, but the way that we look at it is the more of you that are out there, that means that we're over the target, baby. Right. We got it. Right. We, know, we know people told you to come watch the show. That's fine. Uh, Representative Matt Gates in the news again unveils a bill to end anchor baby status in the United right. States. That is that's a good, good. Yeah, that's, that's when they've got places that they've got hotels in California. They made a song. About yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember they've got hotels that. with Chinese people in them that all they do yep. is birth babies over there. Yep, sure do. They get them nine months pregnant and they ship them to LA, birth yep. babies. Now we got a bigger Chinatown than we had before. 
Yep. yep. There it is. I, I remember that. I remember that under. Um, I remember that under the Trump administration and the, and the yeah. Democrats were the one that, that stopped it in the um, in the House when he was trying to get rid of that. But yeah, that, uh, that I'm glad I'm glad he's doing that. We'll be back tomorrow and hopefully um, hopefully they will too. They are they're having a UFO hearing on the House. Of course today. they are. I was watching that this <laughs> the morning. I got deal just went down. Of course they're having UFOs. And, and Jack Smith's phone is ringing get, right now. And they're going, they're going, they're going, quick, do you, do you got another indictment for Trump to drop? Please <laughs> do it on like Thursday evening or Friday. So that's all anybody talks about on the weekend. Okay, thanks. Lithuania invaded Australia. Yeah. Right. <laughs>